Have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studio in Houston, Texas, it's time for Regions Business Radio Houston. Regions Business Radio Houston is presented by Regions Bank. Brave the beginning. Member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Regions Business Radio Houston, presented by Regions Bank, member FDIC. I'm your host, John Stacy, market executive and head of Regions Houston Commercial Banking Team. We're broadcasting live today from our business radio studio right here in our Houston headquarters. And boy, am I excited for our second season of these podcasts. They've given us eight episodes. And the first one we're going to do here is franchise lending. And what a great day. I'm thrilled to have with me today a new colleague who recently joined the bank, Janine Germany. Janine comes to Regions with over 25 years experience, which affords her to be a specialist in franchise banking, which is today's topic. We also have our homegrown franchise expert with Chad Cargill. So, uh, wait wait a minute. Wow. Look who just joined us. Darren Tabron. Darren's in our is an in-market SBA specialist and will absolutely work with Janine to help build out the franchise business. Darren, thank you for carving out some time. What a great surprise to have you join us today. Thanks, John. You know I couldn't miss season two. I love it. Well, hey, let's get started here. Uh, Janine, Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, you know, you recently joined Regions to help expand a relatively young franchise group here at the bank. If you could, tell me exactly what is franchise lending. So thank you, John. Our franchise lending group provides research, expertise, and deep dive analysis to meet the unique needs of small businesses across various franchise sectors. We understand that there's a large market opportunity to drive growth through specialization in franchise concepts, and we are here to help strengthen the relationships with our targeted brands. And as a follow-up to that, Janine, why does it make sense for Regions Bank to have this line of business? So our partnership is critical to expand Regions' specialized banking capabilities. We help better position our commercial relationship teams and SBA bankers for success by providing valuable intel on franchise brands and advice throughout the franchise transactions. You know, often when you start a new job, a new, new in this case here at Regions Bank, you know, there's some surprises to you, favorable. What's been most surprising to you after joining Regions Bank? Throughout my hiring process, I really noticed the culture here at Regions. It, it really grabbed my attention and was important to me. Then coming on board and starting in my role, that just was, you know, completely the culture was more than I ever could have anticipated. Uh, the collaboration, um, just how welcome welcoming everyone was, and I have recognized that that just transcends over to our customers and means so much to me because my skill set, my experience doesn't matter if we can't deliver and provide a good customer experience. So you used the word the culture was probably not necessarily surprising to you because you got a good feel for that when you were in the interview process. But you also used the word collaboration. 
And that's one of the things that we often hear from new associates, uh, true to myself as well, that the collaboration is it's, it's honesty. It's very transparent. You may not always agree on whatever the topic may be, but at the end of it, you do agree to disagree and you can move forward. And typically that drives results. And so I'm glad to hear you use collaboration because I, we often hear that people join Regents Bank because of the culture. Uh, and that's a big part of it. Uh, there's a lot of do the right thing here, take care of our client, uh, let's treat each other with dignity. And so we're just so thrilled to have you here on the team. How do you envision helping us grow? Because you're not just covering Houston. You're based here in Houston. We're so happy about that. Uh, But how do you envision helping us build brand awareness with our franchise lending? So I have an assigned list of franchisors that are my relationship. So I will develop those relationships, foster the relationships to where we're able to get referrals for new franchisees and able to offer them the correct credit products and and banking products that that we offer here at Regions. So that will include visiting their C-suites, attending conferences that they have, you know, conventions throughout the country. So that's, that's my main goal. in in helping develop business. Are there particular brands that you want to target? It could be Jiffy Lube, Kitty Academy, certain brands that you just think really fit with what we want to do? Yes. So we have 24 targeted brands on our list currently. Now keep in mind, there is myself and a counterpart. Our team will be built out um, within the region's footprint. There will be five franchise bankers. So right now that list is 24. I think that will grow over time and as our team is built out. Um, But right now our targeted brands are in the fitness, health industry, automotive repair and parts, beauty, early childhood learning centers, as you mentioned, John, uh, quick service restaurants, maintenance, pet-related insurance, retail, and some service uh, industry as as well. And so, um, again, hope to see that grow over time. Is the ideal client, though, a a business owner that maybe owns four or five of those franchises or 20 or 30 or is there a, is there a, a sweet spot there for you? Yeah, really one to five is is our sweet spot definitely with this targeted brand um you know we will help facilitate a startup a first unit for a franchisee and help them expand if they do have five units and and whatnot so when you get up into that you know 20 30 unit operator you know it, it makes it a little more difficult for franchises that are not on the targeted brand but on on our targeted list then we definitely can can look at those so you mentioned the ones we like we always like to talk about what we like right what do we not like what type of franchises would you say stay away from well, chad stay away darren <laughs> stay away yeah so that's another part of my role is to help the commercial relationship bankers and the SBA bankers in in finding the right franchises that we want to lend to. There's over 8,000 brands, okay? So you can imagine the level of support is just very wide range. We want to stay within those franchise brands that have several units. They've been doing this a while. They provide the adequate support to the franchisee, whether that's marketing, human resource, 
offerings, anything to to help them be successful. So we're not here to look at at franchises that are just starting. That's nuts. Not really so our sweet startup spot. franchises would not be something you want. Two we, or three years of experience. We or? D- we want to see a good amount of units. We want to see you know 150 units. That's that's kind of our targeted list. But that doesn't mean we won't provide a credit product for a franchisee who is looking at a franchise who has less than 150 units. But we really need to to do a deep analysis into that brand and make sure that they're providing the adequate support for the franchisee. And when you say units, you mean number of stores, stores. number of mm-hmm. schools, Correct. number of Jiffy Lubes, whatever yes. it may be. Yes. Okay. Number, number I wanted of to be stores. clear on that yeah. just in my head. Right. And it's also number of, you know, you can look at number of stores and a lot of those may be corporate owned. So it's really how many franchise owned stores do they have as well. Mm-hmm. We often, you know, we may come across somebody that owns one or two automotive stores and they, they own them outright. And they'll often talk about, well, I want to go get this franchised one day. And, you know, how do we do that? How do we do that process? Do we have that capability to help somebody link in with the franchise stores? We, so we definitely have resources that we can point them to point within them to. the franchise industry to help them with that. Okay, great. Well, Chad, let's switch to you here for a minute. Uh, Again, welcome back. It's so fun to do these with you. Uh, As you know, we're in a big growth phase here in Houston uh, with our commercial team. And so we've hired a lot of bankers. and, And so often most of what they're doing is talking to prospects. And so how do you envision the commercial relationship team working with the SBA team, working with Janine in the franchise lending space? Yeah, John, first of all, it's great to be here for season two. Uh, it's great uh, that we're here uh, again. And uh, yes, so we are in growth mode. And uh, this is a great opportunity for a brand like Regions Bank in the market, particularly in Houston. I think Regions has a very unique model, particularly for Houston. So at Regions, our commercial bankers work locally with business owners to understand their business and their unique needs. Once a need has been identified, the commercial banker would then bring a subject matter expert uh, to advise the business owner. Therefore, if the banker identified a franchise opportunity, they would bring in their franchise expert, which in this case would be Janine Germany, uh, who we're so glad to have you on the team, by the way. And then we would also bring in our SBA advisor, Darren Tabron, to provide advice, guidance, and education and to help craft a very custom solution for our clients. So John, those are some of the things the way we would work to bring this team of experts to really augment that commercial banker to help our clients in the Houston market achieve their dreams. Sure, sure. Do you see that most of the opportunities will be in the smaller business banking community or the larger banking uh, businesses community where do you see the, the you know the that's a great question i would say both john because you know the great thing about our model here is that you know for a lot of business owners as they grow they really outgrow their their small community bank and, and listen community banks have a great purpose in our community but at some point they really outgrow it they're so used to having just one banker that's trying to be all things to that business owner 
but as they grow, their needs become a lot more complex. And that's where we can really come in and really assist, particularly that smaller business owner as they grow. And then as you get to the larger space, you know, they've outgrown the small community bank, but then they're a little bit too small for your larger money, you know, center banks. And so regions can really come in and offer these really complex solutions and bring in again the subject matter experts like Darren uh, on the SBA and Janine from the franchise team. So you say the commercial banker is out prospecting, meeting with a lot of different companies. They identify what they believe might be an opportunity. And so, Darren, I want to move over to you again. I'm I'm just smiling that you uh, were able to carve out your time and and join us for this. But I often get asked, you know, John, how do we determine if they're a candidate for an SBA or not? So there's a couple of ways we can figure that out. In terms of franchising, there is a franchise list that's provided by the SBA. So one thing we have to do is make sure that franchise is on that list. And if it's not on that list, there are certain things we have to do with the SBA to make sure that they're able to add them to that list. So there's certain documentations that has to be done by the client to add that franchise have to meet a certain criteria. Secondly, we do have a size standards, which is given by the SBA as well. So it's going to be for each industry. Um, it's going to be divided by or determined by um, if it's the size of the company in terms of um, NIAC code for the industry. And then it's going to be in terms of employee size or revenue size. So, for example, if you have a client that is in the chemicals, their employee size might be 2,500. Right. If they have more than 2,500 employees, they're not eligible to be a part of the SBA program. If there's less than that, then they're able to do so. In terms of revenue size, if the SBA says, hey, the revenue is top line 20 million, if it's over 20 million, we're not able to do them. If it's less than 20 million, they are eligible by SBA. So there's just a little bit of the guidelines for. Yeah, I think that's important too for everybody to understand that. So what you're saying is that if a company has revenues, above 20 million they won't they're not eligible to go down the sba lane not all so it's going to be different for each industry so it's not just for one fits all okay okay good good so janine you're covering a lot of different geographies what makes houston so attractive in in your mind chad and i and darren certainly have our own views but as someone relatively new to the bank but certainly not to the industry and certainly not to houston why is houston so attractive in your mind Texas is actually the fastest growing state for franchise. And with Houston being the largest city in the state of Texas, this is just a just ripe for growth and, and opportunities in the franchise sector. Often we, you know, so we, we have a commercial banker, they've identified an opportunity, they've they brought Darren in perhaps, Chad in perhaps, you perhaps, Janine in. And so now it's you know, what are typical products, banking products or services that a franchise might use? Of course, we all think checking account, revolving line of credit. Maybe they need a construction loan for a new piece of property. What are typical products and services that someone that a franchisee would use? Your typical franchisee will need a credit product, as you mentioned. 80% of franchisees typically utilize an SBA loan. So some may qualify for a conventional financing product. They also need treasury management. Often that could involve vault services as well. So one unique thing we have here at Regions is we have our wholly owned subsidiary, Ascentium. And Ascentium will help us 
with our go-to-market strategy, with our franchisors, because a lot of these franchisees who have existing units, they may need a brand refresh or renew. And so Ascentium is, we're able to partner with them and they can provide a very quick turnaround, same day approval on application, next day funds available to our customer. So they're able to go ahead and, and you know, do whatever improvements the franchisor is requiring of them. Um, and it may be something just as simple as a new point of sale system. Those can range twenty to twenty-five thousand, and it's often difficult for a small business owner to find a small loan of of that type. And Ascentium can provide that very quickly for them. So that's a, a product that I'm excited about. Definitely. Yeah, Ascentium is really going to complement uh, our franchise efforts for mm-hmm. sure. The the quick turnaround. I think that's such a big differentiator for Regents Bank when we're out talking to prospects and clients. Any typical SBA products that you know a a particular type loan i know there's the chad always has to correct me on this it's the seven something it sounds like airline (laughs) numbers but uh there's different different numbers there for these loans are there particular ones that you see franchisees using a lot of yes so for 7a sba 7a loan there's business acquisition so you have a franchise owner looking to buy or acquire a franchise an expansion loan, which is going to be them looking to expand to a second location, third location, or or a product. So if they have a new product that's going to generate new revenue, that's also considered an expansion as well, working capital lines. I want to throw this question out to everybody. You know, the government, the Fed, has been raising rates, and they're doing that to slow the economy down. And when that happens, that you know, that can cause stress with small businesses. How do you think or how are you seeing that, if at all, uh, at this point, impacting franchisees that you work with, small businesses that you may work with. Any thoughts or insight there? I'll just speak from the franchise side. So a lot of these franchisors have relationships with several different types of banks and SBA lenders. Most of the SBA lenders they have relationships with are lenders who are non-bank lenders who sell in the secondary market. So their pricing their loans very high. It's an opportunity for franchisees to really consider banks such as regions where we don't sell in the secondary market, where we're able to offer that long-term fixed rate pricing at at a reasonable rate. And so they just have a, a lot of better opportunities and having a relationship with with regions to to help them grow in a time where we are in a rising rate environment right because the cost of capital goes up right yeah. and that that always that's that's more expensive money to try to run their businesses chad did you want to yeah let me just i would just want to kind of piggyback on what janine just said because really right now in, in, in an environment like this where it's really unprecedented for gosh over the last 20 years right so now is really the time to really have expert advice, you know, to really help a business owner guide through this kind of climate. And I think that's really another really, you know, good feature of our, you know, of our bank here is that we do have these subject matter experts because you really do want to have some really good advice in a rising interest rate environment. I tell you, the conversations, John, I have with my commercial RMs, relationship managers, is, you know, let's bring our SBA banker along because, you know, because that that really impacts your cash flow when interest rates rise. 
So a lot of times on the SBA side, we can actually, you know, extend the term, got the guarantee. So there's a lot of other things that we can get a little bit more flexible on than we can conventional. So it's really worth the conversation uh, when we sit down with the uh, with the uh, prospect. While we're talking about rising rates and the stress that that can put on a, a business, you have some examples of where you've gone in and provided solutions that have helped a small business, a franchise, for example? You know, John, we do. I'm going to flip this to Darren, but we, we actually have a very specific client that we worked with was banking at a larger institution and just really wasn't getting the attention. They weren't really getting a whole lot of solutions. Went to a community bank, and they really just really didn't understand what they were asking. And And Darren was able to craft a unique custom solution for this client. Darren, you want to share a little bit about that client? Sure. Thanks, Chad. Yes. So this was a chemical manufacturer. One of the biggest issues that they had they had about maybe nine to 12 loans that were equipment loans that was financed by non-banks. And Janine stated earlier, those loans were probably around 15% in interest. And they were looking to expand and get a new building because they was currently leasing, but they wasn't eligible to go to a major bank and get it done because it was over leveraged. And to Chad's point, the smaller community banks were able to lend a hand. So for us and the SBA, we were able to say, hey, let's roll all of this into one loan. You want to buy a building? We can do that and give you 25 years on that building. Um, let's look at the useful life of the equipment that you currently have. Let's roll that in because that was more than 30 years. So we was able to go up to 25 years on all the equipment, do one big loan, and, and turn that out over 25 years. So now we help the customer with additional cash flow. You know, not to give away too much of our secret sauce, but we, we use a uh, kind of a dual coverage model here where we have in-market, boots-on-the-ground, relationship managers. We bring in then the specialist, Janine Germany in this case. How important is that, Chad, to have the right coverage team covering the market uh, for the franchise business? It's critical. I mean, you've, you've got to have today competition is so intense. Without good advice, guidance, and education with your business owners to bring these subject matter experts in, it's just always hard to navigate all of those barriers or obstacles that you don't know about that may exist that might prevent your business from growing and, and thriving. Do you hear feedback from clients or prospects, you know, after you've gone and you've brought out the local coverage team, but then you brought in a specialist that knows that industry, understands the cycles and the seasonality of that business? Do you often hear feedback? We do, that? John. You know, some of the feedback we receive is, wow, these are the types of conversations we've never had before. Thank you for doing this. I didn't realize that this there was this kind of information out there and that could really help my you know help me understand my business better and then really understand the opportunities to help my business uh, expand and grow. Janine would you add anything to that? Yes I think the subject matter expert is important and especially in the franchise space because these franchisees often it's their first time being a small business owner. I think it's important to have someone in front of them who has been in SBA lending, small business lending, franchise lending, I have been in banking 35 years. So I'm able to take all of that experience and help them kind of avoid some of those pitfalls that they may, may not see coming because this is a new experience for them. I have a 
a very strong construction background. So imagine a new small business owner not only opening up a business for the first time, but also maybe the first time they've ever had to construct something. Um, so it can be a little bit of an overwhelming experience for them. And so just having that level of expertise to help walk them through that, to go over next steps, let them see what's ahead of them and reassure them that we are here not just to offer that credit product or that banking product, but the expertise to help walk them through that process. Well, it's just so valuable for that guidance, right? Because you have that background in construction in your example. Uh, and I know that that's appreciated by business owners, CFOs, etc. Darren, you do such a wonderful job of partnering with our commercial RMs. Would love to get your thoughts on how you, you know, your experience with the dual coverage model, how you partner with RMs, you go out into the market and you guys find business. I think the process of one regions is amazing. One of the things that we do, we have what we call a SBA um, comparison tool, where it breaks out the terms and structure of both SBA loans, 78504, also the conventional portion of that loan. So what we do is we go to the client after we spoke and going over each opportunity with the client and say, hey, which one of these options work best for you? Here's the terms, here's the interest of what it would be for an SBA loan, here's the term of what it would be for a conventional loan. It's in your hands. Here's the structure, you let us know which one works. And I think that has helped a lot because it's one of giving our customers a lot of different options that most banks don't come to the table with. And we've won a lot of business because of that. Even if it's not SBA, it might go conventional. We just had a term sheet that was signed two weeks ago because of that process. I do believe that giving clients, prospects, options uh, is always nice because it's not one size fits all. It's not the flavor of the week. Uh, we have different structures that we can offer, which I hear feedback often from owners and CFOs about bringing in our specialty product folks. And so I know that with you, Janine, this is just really going to continue to keep uh, the growth trajectory that Houston has been enjoying over the last couple of years. So any final words of wisdom that you'd like to share with us, Janine, I'll start with you. Thank you, John. I'm just really excited for the opportunity and for being a part of the region's team and just happy to be here and and help the the growth here in, in Houston through our franchise credit products. John, listen, uh, this is a great conversation, and, you know, I think it's just a really good opportunity for us as a team to get out on the market and really educate uh, the community of Houston on, you know, what our brand really represents in the marketplace. Darren, close us out with any final comments you might have. Hey, I'm looking forward to, you know, going out in the market and and working with Janine and Chad and the rest of the team. Great. Well, listen, I want to thank you all, Janine, Darren, Chad, for taking your time and spending it just a few minutes here with us to do this podcast and to have this conversation. And I want to thank our listeners to Regions Business Radio Houston, presented by Regions Bank, member of FDIC. Enjoy our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com and selecting the Houston studio and then click on Regions Business Radio. You can also get this program on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe to the program so you don't miss any of our future episodes. So friends, I'm John Stacy, and you've been listening to Regions Business Radio Houston on Business Radio X. 
Regions Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This information is general in nature and is not intended to be accounting, legal, tax, investment, or financial advice. Regions believes this information to be accurate when recorded, but it cannot ensure that it will remain up to date. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation. The information should not be construed as a recommendation of a specific course of action for any individual or business. All Regions products and services are subject to qualification requirements, terms, conditions, fees, and credit approval. 